Hello and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Tuesday and this is the fifth week after Pentecost. This week we will continue to focus our attention on the gospel reading that's assigned for the coming week. And this week we're going to engage in a practice of reading scripture known as Lectio Divina. Today we're going to read the text and get a sense of its plain meaning. And this will lay the groundwork for our readings uh, in future dates. Our theme for this week is Jesus' disciples appreciate and honor the gifts of others and also their own gifts. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God, and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Luke, chapter 10, verses 38 to 42. Now, as Jesus and the disciples went on their way, he entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him. She had a sister named Mary who sat at Jesus' feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks, so she came to Jesus and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things, but few things are needed, indeed only one. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. The Gospel of the Lord. So in our reading here today, we get a sense of just the, 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 what's going on in the surface. Jesus and his disciples, remember in this section of uh, Luke's Gospel, are now on their way to Jerusalem. This is Jesus' final way. Uh, he can see his death and resurrection before him, uh, and he's making his way there. He's entered a village, and Martha now has welcomed him into his home. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about Jesus sending out 70 into all the villages that he would go to, and they would be welcomed into a home they would leave a message of peace, the peace uh, peace be with you, into this house. Uh, and in doing so, and in that hospitality, that connection between the disciples uh, and uh, who were sent out and the people that were welcoming them in, we found the kingdom of God 
the host providing for the disciples, the disciples providing the good news of the kingdom, the world being brought together around this table. So that sets the stage for what we see right here. Martha, in her hospitality, opens her home and welcomes in Jesus, then provides for him the food that is there. Now, in in the first century, creating food was hard work. Who knows if Mary had to, or if Martha had to, to grind flour, she had to bake bread, she had to set some things apart, she had to do uh, any number of jobs and tasks in order to fulfill her part of the duty of what it was that she was there to do. She was opening her home and welcoming uh, Jesus in. Mary, uh, her sister, however, sits at Jesus' feet and listens to Jesus teach. So far, there's no conflict with that. Martha is working very hard. Mary is listening to Jesus. But Martha, overwhelmed by her many tasks, comes to Jesus and asks that he command Mary to help, and does so in a rather brusque kind of way. Jesus, on the other hand, now says something to Martha. that says, Martha, you're worried and distracted by many things, but only one thing is needed, and that is to hear this word, to sit and to receive the good news of the kingdom of God that I am teaching and bringing. That's Jesus' message to Martha. It in no way belittles Martha's hospitality uh, or uh, her, her ability to work or, or do that. It is uh, just simply a way of saying that in Jesus' presence, maybe the most important thing, the thing that Jesus is looking for, is someone who will hear his word, gladly receive it, and uh, become part of what's going on. And, and in that, then, the hospitality uh, is just simply the open house, the receptiveness to Jesus. So Mary is being hospitable in her own way. Martha in her way, uh, but when the two of them compete against each other, uh, then some things, um, uh, uh, then, then a choice maybe has to be made here uh, for that. Uh, it's going to be important for them to eat. Uh, Martha's work will be important. Mary's work uh, uh, in, in listening to Jesus, also there, two parts of hospitality, uh, providing that food, serving, uh, but also welcoming, being receptive, and listening uh, and so Mary and Martha make a team together that need to be put uh, put and kept together. Uh, the better part of it is to hear what Jesus says, to listen and to receive it. Uh, and that should take some pressure off of the busyness uh, that Martha feels as well. Busyness and maybe not necessarily so much busyness as the pressure of a culture that says, this is your work, Martha. This is where you belong. There's one final thing that we're going to have to take a look at here, and that is that uh, Mary has crossed the roles, or has crossed the border, and has taken her place as a disciple of Jesus, uh, something that might normally be reserved for men. While Martha is feeling pressured and and the, all of the pressure and distractions of the busyness that's being placed on her to live up to the role and expectations that Martha has as a woman. Uh, and so those are also in play here uh, as we read this passage. And what role do those kind of expectations, whether they would be expectations uh, based on gender or 
age or where we are, uh, have a way of distracting us and making us uh, uh, making us busy. How much of our busyness is really necessary, and how much of it is simply us trying to keep up with the pace of the world around us and the expectations that others put on us, not always realistically, and not always justly. In that, what Jesus offers. Martha, maybe even in a form of a rebuke, is liberating. Martha, you don't have to give in to the pressures and expectations of busyness. You also can take a place here at my feet, learning and hearing and receiving the good news of the kingdom of God. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high will break upon us, Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord, who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ, and all gifts of healing and forgiveness for the communion of faith in your church, for the gifts of relationship with others. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the church of Jesus Christ in every land, and especially the people, the ministers, the ministries of St. Paul's Lutheran Church. For those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. We give you thanks, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through this night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage, hold fast to that which is good, render to no one evil for evil, strengthen the faint-hearted, support the weak, help the afflicted, honor all people, love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.